This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Here we go. Jake and Josh are here to analyze the game they love for the team they love. This is another Dolphins Podcast. Here's your host, Jake Mendel and Josh Houts. Um, since we finished a little early, can I get one hot take from everyone about the 2023 Dolphins defense? Uh, Josh, I'm going to put you on the spot first. Dolphins defense. I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with Xavier Howard being the best corner on the roster. I'm going to, I'm going to stick with that. I'm going to, I mean, I don't know how you really judge that. I mean, quarterbacks are be going away from yeah, Jalen Ramsey, crazy. but the interceptions. I think you know he's going to be back to his form, and so that'll be my hot take. Because honestly, everything froze up in my head when you asked me that question. <laughs> what was his injury last year? Um, Two groins. Two groins, not just one, two. (laughs) And I think he had some kind of – never mind, I'm not going to go into that. There's, like, rumors of him – yeah. Yeah, yeah, we – yeah. We know. He he had a hard year. Xavier Howard had a very hard year. Um, That's how you get that. All right, I'll give you my hot take uh, for the defense. I think that the secondary is going to be so good next year that it's going to get, like, national recognition and, like, a nickname that people refer to it on TV all the time. Um, And I'm thinking, like, Nick Needham – Peter Kohu, like this, the, the guys that are on the outskirts, they really show up, and this could be crazy. I mean, Brandon, Brandon Jones comes back even like 75% what he used to be. Like, that's it's insane. It's loaded. It's, it's, it, it's going to be special. And with Vic, Vic Fangio calling the shots there, they're going to be a, a, a national TV thing. People are going to talk about this for years. Do you, do you think um, Cam Smith is kind of the odd man out, not because of his talents, but just for the sake of uh, the depth they have developing there in the secondary? I don't know. Doesn't he smell like best player available to me? I, I think at that, yeah. I think they didn't care who it was or what the plan was. But I mean, it's great that he's there. Uh, but yeah, what a better place to learn <laughs> with those guys. Yeah, I think I, I think he's not going to be a day one guy, but doesn't need what, to be. One more thing on that, guys. I'd love all your thoughts. I mean, do you draft Cam Smith or do you draft a guard you are praying can start week one and you know you're throwing them into the fire? Would you rather have a a, a gr- a guard who might not be able to grow and have that ceiling? Or are you guys happy with how things kind of folded out when you look at the roster as a whole? I think I've warmed up to the Cam Smith pick. I wasn't too uh, excited about it initially. I think a lot of Dolphins fans kind of felt the same, you know. Um, but when you look at the the rising ages of some of the Dolphins defensive backs, uh, namely in that cornerback room, um, you look at the, the hefty paydays that both Jalen Ramsey and Xavier Howard are making uh, on top of those advanced ages. I think it, it's, it's a pick that makes perfect sense. And I think it's a pick that if for some reason, not predicting it will happen, but if for some reason the defense doesn't uh, live up to these high, high hopes that we all have for them, 
Uh, I think you could see Cam Smith in a starting role next year, maybe with somebody like Xavier Howard, you know, on another team. Um, you know, fingers crossed. We hope that doesn't happen. But you know, he he's a he's a fail safe. He's a fallback option if if Xavier doesn't return to form next or this upcoming season. And another thing with the with drafting a guard. So the guard you'd be looking at would be a kind of just a body, right? Like the best guard available in this round. You guys want to pay that guy like a second round pick scale, like contract in year three and year four that you can, the, that contract for a cornerback that has the upside of Cam Smith is more valuable than a guard. That's like a a middle of the pack guy. So I'd rather take that money you'd be spending and, you know, just get a veteran who knows what he's doing other than taking that chance. Yeah, and I don't want to crap on Chris Greer, but I don't really trust him to draft any more offensive linemen, <laughs> yeah. right? I mean, I'm good with the Cam Smith. The more you watch the tape, like Merrick said, these guys are getting up there in age. He can do a little bit of everything. I'm good with the pick now, but at the time, I know we were all upset. We wanted a tight end or running back, whatever it might be. Um, I'm good with Cam Smith, though, and excited to see what he can do. But like Efron said, he doesn't need to come in here day one and do too much. I mean, he can learn slowly from those two elite corners that he has, and when he's ready, he'll be out there. Sorry, I dropped my die. Sorry, guys. <laughs> How dare you? You know what? I'm going to I'm gonna toss this out here. And, and I've seen – did I see that Bradley Chubb is a 79 overall in Madden? Did I see that right? You saw it, yep. That is disgusting. That is – I think this is going to be a situation. I think Jalen Phillips, Bradley Chubb, you're talking um, combined. I, I want to say 25, but I'm – you know, it's, it's hot takes 25 sacks between Bradley Ooh, Chubb and Jalen yeah. Phillips. I, I think there's this perspective here that Bradley Chubb is just another guy. I don't think that's the case. I think in a hopefully at least in another year or two, we can look at what the Dolphins did with Chubb and what the Buffalo Bills did with Von Miller, and you can see the total difference, the importance of maybe signing a guy to that second contract at 26 and then the issues when you signed someone at 33. You saw he didn't finish the year last year. Man, the Bradley Chubb, he just seems like every chance he's just catching a stray for someone who he suffered some injuries. I think when he was out there, he looked uh, – there was some progress. I think it was a little more than the Olivier Vernon um, pressure – syndrome that we are all kind of concerned about he getting pressures instead of sacks man this is a talented player who has i think two pro bowls under his belt I, I just think there's something here that we're not really talking enough about especially when you think about the fact jalen phillips despite being horrible in dungeons and dolphins is going to be up in that ring of honor in the actual uh, uh dade county the longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards the longest field goal ever missed also 76 yards why bring this up Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Yeah, I'm wondering if the uh, low Madden rating for... for, um for Bradley Chubb is because the, the production is just probably not going to be as high, right? Mm-hmm. It's because with the unit that he's in, he's not going to get the numbers. And he didn't get the numbers. I mean, even though he, in my opinion, I thought he played really well, he didn't get the numbers that, you know, you people would, you know, like the casuals would want to see. And, you know, a lot of people who, I don't know what goes into taking, like what goes into account for these Madden ratings. But um, I think production has a lot to do with it. And, you know, if the numbers aren't going to be there, even if he does play well, I just don't see them giving him a huge score. But either way, that's way too low. Either way. Way yeah, as soon as he went to the Dolphins, I mean, I feel like they take off like five overall yeah. rating or something <laughs> like that when he goes to the Dolphins. But what that defensive line did once he came in there, I mean, everybody stepped their game up. So I, I definitely think he's catching some strays. And I think Jake's right. I mean, double digits, 25. 
I'm here for it. Merrick, what's your hot take? Did you throw one out there yet? Give us yours. Well, I mean, MVP of uh, Dungeons and Dolphins here. I got to go with a Javon Holland hot take. I don't know if he wins it, but I'm going to say Javon Holland will be in the top three vote getters for defensive player of the year this season in his first season in the Vic Fangio defense. We talking like a first team all pro here? Just just flat out, just a head head and shoulders above the rest. No more Derwin James, no more Minka Fitzpatrick. It's, it's certainly it's possible. The show. We so know many. that Vic Fangio loves his safeties. Vic Fangio is on record this offseason saying that Javon Holland can do anything and everything. He's a big fan. Uh, so I think he's got a big plan for Javon Holland this upcoming year. And I think, uh, you know, health permitting, Javon Holland is going to have his breakout season. He'll make his first Pro Bowl. He'll be in consideration for first team all pro. And I think, like I said, top three vote getters for defensive player of the year. My dude, the snowman, Javon Holland. I don't know if it's the Madden grades that made me think of this, but there are so many players on the verge of erupting on this Dolphins defense and kind of in general. You know, you think about Jalen Phillips, who's right there about to break free, Javon Holland about to break free. I think it's just such a fun group, and and hopefully the expectations stay high. Uh, we saw the Dolphins finish last year 26 pass defense. Is it? Are we going to talk? Are we going to be talking about a top 10 unit? Are they going to jump that high? Are we talking 20 spots of growth just by changing your defensive yep. coordinator? Yeah, if they're not top ten, <laughs> something went wrong. Like those are those are lofty expectations. But when you look at this roster, when you look at that defensive line, when you look at the the secondary, the safeties, even the linebacker group, if David Long can stay healthy, looks pretty formidable. Like this is this on paper is a great defense. And then you remember that Vic Fangio is the new defensive coordinator for this group, and he's one of the most successful defensive minds in the history of the National Football League. So successful that a third of the league has hired his protégés to do a a copy of the Fangio-style defense. Well, the Dolphins went out. They didn't get a copy of, of, of the guy who implements this defense. They just went out and got the real damn thing. So high expectations for this group. Uh, and I think they're going to meet it. I really, really do. And if this defense can match what the offense did last year when they made that giant leap all the way up to, to sixth, and, and if the offense can stay where they were, look out, man. This is the best Dolphins team of our lifetimes, and that should get everyone excited, everybody jazzed up, and we may be talking Super Bowl. No Every, everyone Dude. has a Bradley Chubb listening to you say that, everyone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wait, one more quick hot take. I think Vic Fangio might end up being a head coach again next season. I, I hope not. I keep next wondering season, when that's going to happen. I hope happen. not either, next but there's a crazy. chance that he can make something here. And, I mean, honestly, I, I'm sure that there would be teams dying for it if he, if he has success in Miami. He's he getting head he coach money, coach though, right? For, he says he wants to yeah. coach here for a decade. <laughs> Let's hope. I'd be happy. I don't even <laughs> You saw what Wade Phillips did with the Rams. I kind of compare this to the same in the sense of, you know, uh, of just the defensive coordinator coming in and things changing. Wade Phillips didn't even get that. What, what would need to happen for someone to call up Vic Fangio right there? Are we talking like number one scoring defense in the league and, and Super Bowl win, right? That, that'd have to be it if he's going to become a head coach that quickly. I think it would be more. Like... Go ahead, Efren. I think it would be more of a, um, like, uh, culture thing right like a team that's uh i keep hearing the stat when he goes to a team the defense jumps up how many spots i think that they're the desperation in the nfl is heavy like real heavy um and i think any team that has a semblance of an offense probably thinks that they could bring in big fangio too like the dolphins did and probably have the same magic and 
honestly, they paid him a lot in Miami, but uh, money talks, right? So I don't know. Oh, he has Maybe. a long contract, doesn't he? They did sign him to a long contract. Denver Maybe. kicking him to the curb scares me a little bit. They did a little too early, so some yeah. team might see that and say, you know what, he still he can still do it. Who's to say Denver wasn't a fluke? Now you're starting to scare me, man. I was I was pretty happy <laughs> thinking that he was going to be here for a couple of years for sure. Listen, I got it figured out. A couple years ago, the Dolphins did co-offensive coordinators. We'll just do co-head coaches. We'll be the we'll be the first team to do that. Mike McDaniel and Vic Fangio hand in hand on the sideline, just kicking ass every week. Let's do yeah. it. Do we know what their salary is compared to each other? I mean, he can't be making much less than Mike McDaniel, right? I mean, there's it's no way. Pretty close. The money talks. That that's how that's how you wind up in Miami, <laughs> guys. This was absolutely a blast. I had so much fun doing with this. Thanks for sticking around, providing some extra hot takes here. Uh, at Finn's Cuts on Twitter. Efren, thank you so much for doing this. This was so much fun. Uh, this was of- amazing. The amount of detail that went into Great this, man. You, you've, got a, you've got a very creative mind. Like, like bravo to you. This was fantastic. Yeah. You need and to you, trademark IPAs this. And, and uh, Fuzzy Navels helped writing this. So um, <laughs> it was good. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> for another Dolphins podcast. Thank you all so much for listening. And until next time, fins up. Fins up. Fins up. Fins up.